Hi guys, welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast, or if you are new here, a very special welcome. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode and being here with us on Breaking Butterfly. If you don't know me, my name is Maddie Maple and I am a confidence coach and a business coach and I created Breaking Butterfly to talk all things confidence, confidence in yourself, confidence in your relationships, confidence in making money, confidence in the creation of your life, aka manifestation. Like I said, I'm so, so grateful to have you here joining us for this episode. So today's episode is part two of the series that I started last week about becoming your highest self. So last week we talked about aligning your values, which was such a good one. It was such a a powerful, potent concept. I hope you guys love that one. And the craziest thing actually happened to me with the the teaching of that um, that podcast and then like what happened to me the following week. So I want to talk about that. And I also want to remind you guys before I like hop into today's content and telling you about this huge breakthrough or breakthrough slash like coincidence, synchronicity, just weird thing that happened to me. Um, I want to remind you guys about the Breaking Butterfly hotline. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I announced that I now have a hotline for the podcast where you can call in and ask me questions about specific topics. You can ask for advice. I'm like honestly most excited about like the advice portion of it. Like I think I've told you guys before, I always wanted, I always wanted Breaking Butterfly to be kind of like like a, what do you call it? Like an advice column type of thing. I always wanted to do that. Like even when I, back in the Tumblr days, I wanted to have a Tumblr to like have like anonymous questions and like give advice on Tumblr. And then I was going to do like a blog where I did that. Like this was my whole life that I wanted to have something like that. And then whatever, it just never happened. And then obviously I became a life coach, which was just like so aligned. But I always wanted the podcast to be very like, Q&A, me giving advice, me answering different questions, and it just, whatever, it, it didn't align to be like that until now where I created this hotline where you can call in. I don't have the phone number on me right now. <laughs> I'm not prepared, obviously, um, but the number will be in the show notes and you can call that number and <clears throat> it goes straight to voicemail and then you can leave a voicemail, ask a question, just leave a message, ask for advice, whatever you want. And then I will be able to answer those questions on the air and play your guys's messages and really be able to like connect with you actually through your voice. Cause I get so many questions from you guys just on, um, like Instagram, like through the DMS, but how much more fun is it to like actually ask me on the phone and then me answer like speaking to you for a long amount of time. Like you can ask me something and I can give you like a 30 minute answer because I'm on the podcast and I'm literally creating an episode just for you. 
I don't know. I'm stoked about this. I think it's the funnest thing in the world. So um, if you are feeling inspired to ask me a question, ask for advice, ask about a specific topic, um, the, sh- the number will be in the show notes and you can go ahead and call that. And it's open and live right now. So I'm super excited about that, but I won't be answering any today because I have so much to dive into. So much to dive into. Um, Okay, first first thing to share wrapping up from last week. So last week I talked about aligning ourselves with our values, right? Like if we're going to become our highest selves, we have to like actually live by our values and what's important to us, right? Like how can we be at our highest power if we're saying things are of the highest value to us and then the things that we do and like our actions don't align with that, right? So that that was like number one for me when becoming our highest selves is like we need to make sure we are aligning to what like pretty much um what do they say? Like walk the walk, talk the talk type of thing. Like if we're going to say that something is important to us, like we need to live up to that. And the more that we align with what is important to us, the more we are going to be in our power and like our highest selves, right? I explained that last week. I don't need to dive into it. But in the podcast, I was talking to you guys about how like when I started sharing that content, the first thing that comes to mind to me comes to mind for me is like my family, right? Like I want to say that my family is of like highest value to me. And sometimes I'm like, oh, is my energy actually really aligning to that? Sometimes my pie chart is just full of business and I don't spend as much like time or energy like really, really being present with my family. I try to. I do. I'm not like the worst, you know, like family member and sister and daughter. But I just, I feel like I could be better. Like with how important it is to me, I feel like I could be better. So I went on this trip with my family and we went to Island Park and got like a cabin and it was so fucking fun. It was so amazing just being in nature and we like rafted down this river and I got to see moose, which was super fun. And we saw some deer and we just had a really, really good time. We had like a hot tub at our cabin and just like made s'mores and hot dogs and hamburgers and just had like a really, really good time. Um, but when I got there, so I was going to go there late because I had like a really important meeting on Monday. I was being like a, um, a guest coach in, uh, breakup coach Dorothy's program. So I had like a really important call. I had my serve calls. Um, luckily I ended up canceling my one-on-one coaching calls for the week. I just told the girls like I was going to take the week off. Um, but I had like other work to do with Raverade and, I just had a lot of shit to do, like important things to do. And so I was going to go late to make sure that I was like good for Dorothy's call. But then like because of the travel and everything and driving and the airports, like it wasn't going to make sense for me to go late. Like I kind of needed to go with my family on Sunday and my call was on Monday. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to message the Airbnb people and just like make sure that there is good Wi-Fi where I can do my call there. And so we email them and we're like, hey, like I have a really important meeting. I cannot miss this. It's on Zoom. Like it's really, really important that I have really good, powerful Wi-Fi. Like can you like ensure that there is good Wi-Fi? And let me like just mention that we already booked the place before we asked them this. Like they didn't need to like sell us on the place. Like we were coming and we booked the Airbnb no matter what. But they told us like 
they're like, yeah, we've been like um, doing school and work from that cabin like all year during the pandemic and the Wi-Fi is like really, really good and whatever. So I was like, oh, amazing. Like they've been using Zoom. They've been doing whatever. Guys, it was absolutely the worst Wi-Fi I've ever used in my whole life. I could barely get a signal. I could barely connect to the Wi-Fi and it kept like going out and it was just, I was so frustrated (laughs) because my assistant was like, can I do anything different for you this next week while you're gone? And I'm like, no, no worries. Like I will have Wi-Fi. Like you don't need to take on any extra work. Like it'll just be business as usual. I could have prepared for Sorry, now I'm just venting. This is, I don't know why I'm going off on this. (laughs) Anyway, I didn't have good Wi-Fi, okay? And I could have prepared for it, but I couldn't. And then I told my assistant, I'm like, hey, I don't have any Wi-Fi. You're going to have to help me out. Um, I was just like, just help. Just help with Instagram, help with everything. Like, I can't connect. And she was like, huh, I love my assistant. Like, Ashley, if you're listening, I fucking love you. (laughs) She's like, wait isn't this like (laughs) kind of like a sign to just like be present and spend time with your family? Like, isn't this exactly what you were just talking about in your episode this week for Breaking Butterfly? (laughs) That like you're sitting here worrying about business and how you're going to get business done, which I did still need to worry because I had responsibilities. Luckily, all my clients are super chill and I had everything figured out and I was able to do my call with Dorothy fine. I went to like a lodge and it was fine. But she's like, isn't this funny? Like, you know, you're worrying about business right now and the universe is like literally forcing you to be present with your family and just spend time with your family. Like you said in this week's episode of like wanting to be more present with your family. Like that is a value to you. And now you're literally being pushed to almost like make that a priority. I don't know. It was the craziest thing in the world. And I was just like, it was really stressful, but I had to like truly just surrender to the present moment and to being just like, there. <laughs> a bug just flew right on my microphone, right by my nose. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I just had to like surrender to just like being there. And it was amazing. It was really stressful <laughs> at first, but it was fucking amazing. And I just thought it was funny and wanted to share that with you guys that I was like literally talking about that last week on that um, the episode. And then while I was at the cabin, it was like, I don't know. It was, it was like perfect. It was honestly perfect. It was exactly what I needed. So, um, I hope you guys are having experiences like that yourself where you listen to last week's episode and it's like being shown to you what you need to do in your life to shift your priorities. So enough of that though. Sorry. I know. I just went off for 10 minutes about the stupid Wi-Fi, but I was, I was mad. Okay, let's dive into the new content for this week and the second part of Becoming Your Highest Self. All right. Becoming Your Highest Self. (sighs) Mm. There's so much here. Like, there's so much for me to talk about and dive into right now. I have it organized, but, like, it's just a lot. That's all I'm going to say. It's just... There's a lot of pieces and there's two things that I want to talk about today and they completely contradict each other, like completely contradict each other. That's why I'm like the content I have, it's like so 
perfect and clear and precise, but it's also like so messy and there's so many pieces and they completely contradict each other. You guys will see what I mean, but yeah, you'll see what I mean. It's good. So the next piece of becoming our highest selves and what I want to share and talk about is falling in love with ourselves. Falling in love with ourselves and then there's two pieces of it. When we fall in love with ourselves and we become our highest selves, like someone that we truly love where we're like, we see ourselves in the mirror and we're like, oh my God, that is like the most badass version of me. Like that is the highest version of me. Like I fucking love this version of me. When we fall in love with ourselves and we are like the highest version of ourselves where we are obsessed with ourselves that is one of the biggest pieces of of being our highest self, right? So how do we fall in love with ourselves? And these are the two contradicting pieces. One part of it is coming home to yourself. And part of it is creating yourself, right? To fall in love with ourselves and to become our highest selves and who we are and who we embody, we need to come home to ourselves and we need to create ourselves. And you can see how this is a little contradicting because part of me is saying you don't need to change anything about yourself or become somebody else. Like your highest self is already within you. But then part of me is like, hey, we need to change and shift and create a brand new version of us. But notice that I say a brand new version of us, not a brand new person, right? So we want to come home to ourselves and we want to create ourselves, but create in the sense of we're not trying to be someone we're not. We're just trying to be a better version of who we are now. And we can do that by expression and creating. So we'll dive into all of that, but those are the two pieces that I want to talk about today. Um, And I want to dive into coming home to yourself first. We'll talk about coming home to ourselves and then talk about creating ourselves. Now, coming home to ourselves, this is a this is a concept that I talk about in Metamorphosis. And when I first started like talking about this concept and teaching this and like really wrapping my brain around this download that was coming through to me, because this like totally came through. I think I was like washing dishes and I might have shared this on the podcast before too. So if I'm repeating myself, um, yeah. But I was like literally doing dishes or something and I heard so clear as day the sentence, the statement, you're not unconfident about who you are, you're unconfident about who you think that you are. I know, I think I have shared this on the podcast before and I I heard this and I thought about this concept and like as I dove deeper and deeper into this and shared this in Metamorphosis, like this concept like literally makes me cry a little bit because like of how much it clicked things for me and made things make sense. So this concept that we're not unconfident about who we are, we're unconfident about who we think we are, or even in other words, like when we feel like we don't love ourselves, it's not that we don't love who we are. It's that we don't, we don't love this idea, this perspective of that we've created about who we are. Because if we really truly knew who we were, like if you truly knew who you were, there's no way that you could be unconfident and there's no way that you couldn't love yourself. 
because who you truly are, and this is, you know, getting a little like spiritual woo-woo, if you will, but like who you truly are and your highest self, this version of you that's so perfect, it's, it's, um, it's so like, sorry, what am I trying to say here? Maybe I need to rephrase that because it's not coming through clear. We are born perfect. Like our soul and who we are is absolutely perfect. It's already within us. We were born like a perfect divine being and soul. Then over time, things get a little crazy, right? Our mind kind of fucks things up a little bit. Society fucks things up a little bit you know, feeling fear and our ego and thoughts and all of it. It it gets a little bit muddy. Let's just say things get muddy. But when we are born and like our, our soul, like our highest self, it's literally perfect. Like it's, it's perfect. And we already are that. But then we create all these things about like who we think we are and who we are in society and what we're doing and what we're not doing. And we create this like identity of who we think we are. And that's when we're like, oh, I I hate myself. Like I'm not confident in myself. Like I don't like myself. It's not that we don't like ourselves. It's we think that we don't like this version of us that we've created of who we think that we are. Does that kind of make sense? Because if you knew who you truly were and you were thinking about who you truly are, truly are, which is a divine, perfect soul that is perfect. You're perfect. Just your mind and society fucks things up, right? But you are literally perfect. But if, if we were really thinking about that version of us, there's no way that we can't love ourselves, right? So the key to become our highest selves and to get back into this place where we are are like this perfect divine being soul like we're never going to be perfect because we're human but like to become this highest ascended version of ourselves it's not about going outside of us it's not about like searching for this person outside of us it's about coming home to it because it's already right here in our heart it's, it's already within us. There's just so much mud around us with our mind and the ego and thoughts in society that it, we feel so far away from it, but it's actually really, really close to us. And it's literally just the difference between our mind and our heart. So the further you get into your mind and you let your mind control you, the farther you're getting from your highest self, but the closer you get to your heart and your soul and this like almost like a childlike state, which we'll, we'll talk about that in a second of like coming back to a childlike state, the closer you, like the farther you get from your mind and delusion, the closer you get to your heart and your soul, the closer you get to your highest self. So all we need to do to get to our highest self is get farther away from our mind and get more in tune with our soul. Okay, so how do we do this? How do we do this? How do we, you know, get away from our mind and come back to our heart and come back to our soul? So 
quite a few things that I want to talk about. Um, yeah, I have quite a few things I want to talk about. And the first thing is what I was just mentioning about coming back to a childlike state. So when I say this, like, I don't really mean as much, like, I did a inner child healing um, episode with Serena, and what I mean by, you know, come back to a childlike state is a little bit of what I was talking about with Serena and what she shared with us about, you know, thinking of yourself like a child and, and just, like, connecting back with, like, the child version of us, but the concept that I want to bring through here isn't as much, like, child, you know, inner child healing for like doing shadow work and stuff like that, but more about like the light side of things, the fun side of things of coming back to a childlike state and experiencing more play. So, you know, when we are a child, like I was saying, you know, when we're born, we are perfect. We are perfect divine beings. And when we are a child, yes, we still have problems and issues, but for the most part, we are more confident, we are happier, we are more playful, we are just having fun, like, we feel invincible, we feel excited all the time, like, we are really in a state of, like, happiness and play and pleasure, and and we don't really, like, doubt ourselves or doubt the world like we are just in this full like playful fantasy land right also I apologize if you can hear that helicopter outside my door I usually close my um sliding door but I didn't and I don't want to get up right now because I'm just in it so I apologize um but you know for the most part when we are a child like we are just we're just in play. We're in pleasure. We're having fun. We're not worried about all this like adult shit. We are invincible and we love ourselves. Like we're not worried about, you know, healing and self-love and self-care. Like we're just, we're just living. We're in the present moment, right? Um, And, you know, now in this world in 2021, quicker and quicker, the society in our mind is kind of like fucking that up for us, honestly. Um, you know, kids are just growing up so much faster, like kids aren't having the ugly stage anymore or like, you know, when I was a kid, I was like pretending to film like outdoor cooking shows and I was like cutting up worms and making like worm salad with like grass and like cut up worms and I was like, you know, we'd we'd put our shirts over our knees and like jump on the tramp and we would play mafia and night games and like just like do you know run in the creek and go on rope swings and explore and I don't know just we would do so many like outdoorsy playful just fun things and now you know kids are getting technology a lot quicker and things are things are shifting a lot so they don't get as much of that, I would say, right? They kind of get into the whirlwind of this this mess we've created a lot sooner, like just the mind and the ego and stuff like that. But, you know, when I when I think about coming back to a childlike state, I think about experiencing life kind of like how I used to. And you might be thinking right now, like, okay, Maddie, like, are you telling me <laughs> to become your highest self you're telling me I should go 
you know, back in the backyard and make a worm salad and just like be super weird again and like just play like I'm a kid. Like how how is that going to make me my highest self? It's more the energy of it, right? It's more the energy of making the present moment and playing and pleasure the priority because when we're in that state, we're we're farther from the illusions that our mind has created around who we should be and what we need to do and how we need to live and how it like all of this just like bullshit almost like the mud that is stopping us from being our highest selves all of that starts to fade away when we connect back to like this this soul level childlike state where you're just like some of the things i'm thinking of is like dancing right laughing painting um like exploring going on adventures just like letting loose um really just like connecting back to this version of us that doesn't care about all these material mind ego things that is making us think that we are this person that's unlovable uh, and connecting back to the version of us that is just pure love. Pretty much I think what I'm trying to say is like, we need to come back to love. This childlike state is love. It's you love yourself, you love everyone, you love what you're doing, you love what you're playing with, you love colors, you love like games, you love the outdoors, you love like movies, like you just love. I feel like in the childlike state, we just like love, 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 love. And it's time to come home to that. Like when you're in that state, when you are in those feelings, that is when we are closer to our highest self because we're farther from our mind. So the number one thing that I think we can do to really come back to our highest selves and come home to ourselves is coming back to this childlike state of like laughing so hard that your stomach hurts and like allowing yourself to be like silly and goofy and not care and allowing yourself to just like run around and do cartwheels and go where you want and say what you want and just 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 be be that perfect you know soul that as we grow up we we get so far from it and we just need to touch back into that through pleasure and play and this is actually like the main reason that I really love like festivals and more specifically like psychedelics is like so festivals more for the expression part of things but I love psychedelics and this is why I fell in love with it um is I feel like it brings me back to that childlike state like it brings me back into this like this realm of like laughter and playfulness and like such authentic and and maybe it's just the people I'm with too like such an authentic experience of like just connection to pleasure and play and like I don't know and maybe it's just me maybe this is just my experience and how I get but I just like I feel like I'm a kid again I truly feel like I'm a kid again, and I think that's why it's so healing for a lot of people. Again, this might just be my experience, and maybe I'm just, like, um, like making this up, but I feel like that's why it's so healing and why they say that, like, you know, doing mushrooms or doing LSD can, like, help you heal trauma and stuff like that and, like, PTSD. It's because, like, we're connecting back with this this state that's so 
pure and it's just love and I just I just think it's um that's when I really realize the power of like coming back to that childlike state is the healing it did for me and the way it makes me feel and also just being with Henry like we are so at like a childlike state most of the time of just being like super playful and funny and silly and goofy and just like weird just like plain weird and it's so healthy and it's so perfect and it makes me feel like I am my highest self because I'm not in the delusion I'm in I'm aligned I'm aligned with my soul right and this perfect part of me so number one is coming back to a childlike state and experiencing more play in your life okay number two Uh, to come back home to ourselves is more authentic expression. I wasn't sure if I should like include this with the childlike state thing or make this its own, but definitely needs its own, its own spot, like in the, in the spotlight here, because coming back home to ourselves and thinking about our highest selves, so much of it is about like expression and expressing yourself. Yes, it's also just like how you feel on the inside, but I think it's more than that. It's more about like who you are and how you create and how you present yourself because really we are all creators and if you're not being authentic with your creation, if you're not being like yourself or expressive in your creation, then it's very, very difficult to be your highest self because you're not Your highest self is a deliberate, intentional creator of her life. And if you're, if you're not allowing yourself to create the way that you want to, then how can you be your highest self? So, you know, I think it's important to push ourselves to be different, to be expressive, to just be funky, to be silly. Again, this is where festivals come into play of like, is this why we love it so damn much? And it's so healing and so healthy and so amazing. Is it because we get to come back into almost like that childlike state of being able to just like wear whatever the fuck we want and not like have to conform to what other people are wearing? Um, And this is why I was thinking about just including it with number one of coming back to a childlike state is like, I, I think the way to be more expressive is like, think about what we used to wear when we were kids, like the outfits we would wear, some of the outfits, oh, you know, it's funny. Okay. So I was just about to say this. I was about to say, sometimes I wish my mom wouldn't have let me wear the outfits that I wore because I just wore some crazy shit. But isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how me now being older wishes that I didn't wear something that I loved wearing when I was younger just because I think that like it wasn't cool or it wasn't stylish or I looked weird or I looked stupid. Like I just literally, did you like hear me? catch myself as I was about to say that and catch like how ridiculous that is. No, when I was like dressing myself when I was like a kid and preteen, like I said, some of the outfits, if we're comparing it in societal terms, they were a little outrageous. (laughs) They were a little crazy. They weren't the cutest. But like when I was in those moments, I felt like hot shit. Like I felt so good. I felt like my highest self a lot of the time. Um, And, you know, and then later when I started getting consumed by my mind, that's when I, like, went to shit. But, like, before that, when I was just, like, in my realm and my creativity and my expression, like, I fucking loved what I wore. No matter how weird 
it looked, you know? And I think that when we're confident in that and when we prioritize that, like that's how we're becoming more of our highest self. And we'll talk about a little bit more about expressing ourselves and when we start talking about creating yourself. I might actually do two different parts. Like I might, um, I haven't decided yet because I'm just like in the recording <laughs> and I wasn't sure like how long it would take for me to talk about both, but I might talk about coming home to yourself in this episode and then creating yourself in the next episode and kind of just like split it up or I might just make it a big old long episode right now. We will we will see. Um but we'll talk about expressing ourselves even more when we talk about creating ourselves because like I think creating ourselves through our expression is one of the most powerful ways to become our highest selves. And it might seem, you know, silly or materialistic of like, you know, becoming our highest self is just about what we wear. No, it's more than that. It's, It's about our creativity. It's about like, again, being the deliberate, intentional creator. So number two, uh, the number two way to come home to ourself, I think is just more authentic expression, honestly, super simple, but it can be hard to do, honestly, like it's something that I continue to work on and, and strive for is authentic expression because we're so, there's so much mud. There's so much mud. Okay. Number three, the number three thing to help us come home to ourselves, And this is really the, the idea of getting out of your head and back into your heart. So when I did metamorphosis for the second time, this kind of became my like tagline, if you will, is like get out of your head and back into your heart because I realized that, you know, pretty much what I'm sharing here is we, we aren't unconfident about who we are, our heart. We're unconfident about the, the illusion that our mind has created, the perspective that our mind has created. So to become more confident, we all we need to do is get out of our head and back into our heart. And that's where we find our power. And this is where embodiment comes in. So number three is embodiment. Getting out of your head and back into your heart. And I think I actually named um, the episode I did with my good friend Amber um, this this title, uh, Get Out of Your Head and Back Into Your Heart, because it was so fitting when it comes to embodiment. And, you know, I... I kept attracting people that were into embodiment for a really long time and that's how I knew there was like something for me there because I'm not a very embodied person and I kept like I kept like attracting all of these like embodiment coaches or people that were like obsessed with embodiment and I was like what like I'm like the farthest thing from this why is this coming into my reality but I I know why it's I'm drawn to it. I pull that in because it's something that I need and that I desire. And embodiment has been has been a huge like part of my life recently in the sense of like being able to move through anxiety or emotions or just like just getting into my life, like into my body. Because if you're too in your head, like, for example, like if I start getting like a panic attack and I'm like so in my head, usually I will just like sit there and just like be in my head and try to like figure it out in my head and I'm like freaking out and I won't move my body and I'll just like curl up and I'll just sit there and I'll feel sick. 
But as soon as you start like moving, as soon as you start like taking back your power from your mind, because your mind is just running, right? Your mind is not your highest self. Your mind is just, just, it's almost sick. It's almost like a disease. It's just spitting thoughts at you. It's going, going, going. As soon as you start to move your body and move that energy, right, whether it be yoga, whether it be dancing, whether it be just like stretching and breathing, like when you start to take your power back and move through your body, instantly you're not attached to these thoughts because you're saying, okay, thoughts, you're there, right? It might not get rid of them completely. Thoughts, you are there. And also, I have the power to move and shift and like be in my body. Does that kind of like make sense? If you want to hear more about embodiment, you should just listen to the episode I did with Amber. It was probably, it was a while ago. It was probably like episode 20 something. Um, I would listen to that. But really like when we're trying to get out of this, this spiral or this like rut that we're in in our mind and get back to like our highest self that's in our power, embodiment, movement, like taking back your power with like the way that you choose to move and be, especially when you are in negative emotions or like a negative experience, right? So number three is embodiment. And yeah, I'm not going to say more on that because you should just listen to that other episode if you want to hear more. But I think it's really, really powerful to get us out of our mind and the farther we get from our mind, the closer we get to our heart, the closer we get to our soul, the closer we get to our highest self, okay? Number four. Number four is meditation. To come back home to ourselves, we need to be doing meditation. Like I said, the farther we get away from our mind, the closer we are to our highest self, And I've been practicing this a bit lately. I did like a meditation earlier this morning and I was sitting there and I just have been like working so hard on, not like working so hard, but just trying to be intentional about like, you know, being the watcher, right? Like when I'm having like a lot of thoughts and my mind is going crazy, I've really been trying to like zoom out and sit back and like be the watcher of my, the thinker, right? The watcher of my thoughts. And when I did the meditation this morning, it was like, I finally got present enough that like, I almost felt different. Like when I unattached from my thoughts and I stepped away from my thoughts and I was able to just observe them, like I, I felt a different presence and the different presence I feel like is my highest self. It's the one that's not in the thoughts It's the one that is in her power, right? When I can finally say that I'm not going to attach to these thoughts and like create emotions around them and create judgment and I can like sit back a little bit, that's when we feel our highest self. So if we want to become our highest self, you know, it's, it's hard to carry that into your everyday of like being that present. It's so hard, but like that's the key, right? Because the only thing that's not making our making us our highest self is our mind, is our thoughts, is our doubts, is our illusion. Delusion. I keep interchanging those words. I don't know. Delusion, illusion. Um, but when we meditate and when we can separate ourselves, you know, like in Metamorphosis, I always talk about like naming the bitch in your head. And I'm sure I've shared that with you guys too, is naming the bitch in your head and being able to separate yourself 
from the bitch in your head that is always saying doubts and saying mean things and just whatever, comparing and getting down on yourself, being able to name it something else and separate yourself, now, now you can really, it's, it's not about like becoming someone else. It's just coming home to the part of you that's in its power, right? It's not about, it's not about becoming someone else. It's just choosing to be in, in, in the version of you that's in her power, which is not the mind, So number four, meditation. I honestly just think like, you know, you hear people say meditation over and over and over and over and over again. And I feel like there's a reason for that. The most like peaceful and spiritual people that are like closest to their highest selves, they all meditate consistently. And I feel like sometimes I'm very resistant to it. And I have to kind of like, I don't know, just like shake myself out of it and be like, dude, why are you not making meditation a priority when you literally know how powerful it is? And I think when we talk about, you know, coming home to our highest selves or becoming our highest selves, like it's just something we can't ignore. So number four is meditation. Okay. Number five, which by the way, I'm already at 40 minutes. I'm definitely going to split up the two episodes of um, coming home to yourself, then creating yourself. I I think I already knew I was going to do that, but I'm like, maybe I'll just breeze through this. I'd never breeze through it ever. Do not trust me if I say something is going to be quick. If I'm teaching, if I say something's going to be quick and whatever, like we're having like a quick lunch date. Yeah, I'm quick in those ways. But if I like come to a masterclass or a session or a podcast episode, like I just, I can't stop talking and teaching and like sharing everything. So I thought I might be able to breeze through both, but I'm definitely not going to be able to. So um, we'll get through my list of coming home to yourself. And then next week will be um, how do we create ourselves to become our highest self? Okay. Number five is this is pretty much the same thing as embodiment, but I feel like I want to say this again, but like it's kind of in a different way. But listening to our body and our intuition more than our mind or, you know, rather than our mind ultimately, um, because a lot of us are very, very stuck in our minds. A lot of us are very like, um, we're overwhelmed. We're taken over by our, our mind pretty much. And it makes us makes it very, very difficult for us to make decision. It, sorry, I can't talk. Make decisions. It makes it very difficult for us to see clearly, to know what we want, to know what to do, to feel like we we can handle things and take care of things and do things. Like one thing that I see a lot, but like, you know, when I'm coaching people is almost this belief that like we can't handle things. Like we can't do things like, oh, I could never do that. I can't handle that. Like we resist things or we try to avoid things because we feel like we can't handle what's going to come our way. Um, And this is why I always talk about like implementing the belief of I can handle anything that comes my way. But we 
we need to start listening to our what our body is telling us, to what our soul is telling us, to what our heart is telling us, rather than listening to our mind and like overthinking and thinking so logically. Yes, there are times in our lives and decisions to be made where we do need to think logically. And I'm not saying like, don't use your brain. Our mind is a wonderful tool and our, our mind and our ego, they're not the enemy. They're not the enemy. We're not trying to get rid of it. We're not trying to like completely dissociate from our mind or from our ego, but we are trying to differentiate between our mind and our ego and our body, our intuition, our soul so that we can choose, right? And that we're not just taken over by our mind. So to become our highest selves, and come home to ourselves, we have to start listening to what our bodies are telling us rather than what our mind is trying to make sense of and create. I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. The difference between overthinking and then feeling something in your body of being like a fuck yes or a fuck no, right? Thinking logically, getting all messy in our head, in a mental spiral, overthinking versus knowing in our body, this is a fuck yes, this is a fuck no, this feels right, this feels wrong. Sometimes we hear what our body and our intuition is trying to tell us and we completely ignore it because logically we are like thinking another way. You know what I mean? So we need to listen to our body and our intuition and not our mind, okay? Number six of how we come home to ourselves is only hang out around people who make you feel like you can be yourself. I've talked about this quite a bit and we have to keep bringing it up over and over and over again and keep talking about it because I feel like people don't realize, well, I don't know. This might just be me assuming things and just my perspective. But I feel like people hang out around other people that just aren't aligned with their highest selves that they can't completely be themselves around. I know this because I hung out around people that I thought were like my best friends for a really long time. And then I finally found friends where I could be completely 100% myself, especially like with Henry, right? Like I'm so like like stripped of everything and so myself and 100% just like weird that childlike state like just just completely myself and once I reached that and I experienced that I looked back at like other relationships and I was like oh my god that whole time I thought I was being myself no wonder I was so miserable I couldn't be my full true authentic self around these people and you know, when we're becoming our our highest selves, we'll probably talk more about relationships later too. Um, but like who you're around matters, who you're spending time with matters, who you're giving your energy to and who's giving energy to you matters. Because if you are trying to be somebody else, to fit in with other people or get other people's like acceptance or like what's the word I'm looking for? Like if you're if you're always trying to get other people to like you and you might not even like be consciously realizing that you are, it might be a very like subtle subconscious thing. But think about it like are the people that you're hanging out around are you in any way and be honest with yourself when I ask this. Don't just say like, oh no, like my my friends are amazing. No, really ask yourself, 
am I trying to be somebody that I am not to fit in with this group of people or hang out with this group of people? This concept in and of itself can get muddy. (laughs) Muddy and messy. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say both those words at the same time. It can get really muddy because we want to be accepted and loved so badly that we like kind of project things and like create things in our mind about our relationships. But if you can like get really, really clear and realize if you are trying to be someone else or not, this could be a game changer for you. This could be a life changer for you is realizing that you are living in a state of trying to become somebody else. Now, there's a difference, like I was saying, about becoming a better version of you and then trying to become someone else. It's okay to want to change when you are, like, with people, you know, like with Henry, I don't feel like I need to change at all to be accepted or loved, but I do feel motivated to try and be better and be a better version of myself just just because, just because I want to be a better version of myself. So there's a difference between trying to become somebody that you're not versus trying to become a better version of you. And you want to, you know, ask yourself, when I hang out with this person, am I trying to be a different version of myself and be better? Or am I trying to be a completely different person because I'm scared that if I am my authentic self and I'm just 100% myself and authentic and weird and crazy, like they might not want to be friends with me. They might not align with me. They might not love me. And that thought is terrifying. So that's why your mind might start making up shit like saying like, oh, no, no, no. Like I'm 100% myself around these people because you don't want to admit that you're not and have to risk the chance of being without them, right? It's it's almost easier to try to be someone we're not to keep the people in our life rather than cling, you know, cling on for dear life to the person we actually are and just trust that the right people will come into our lives. But I don't think people realize how much harm they're actually doing if they are hanging out around people that do not like allow them to come back into their soul, right? Come back into your soul and away from your mind. If you're around people and you're hanging out with people that make you overthink and make your mind like start going crazy, and you get into like negative thought spirals, and you're having like depression, anxiety, all these things, it's pretty safe to say that they're not aligned with your soul and with your your highest self. So number six is only hang out around people who make you feel like you can be fully 100% yourself. Okay. And then I have one, one last, um, one last point. Number seven, it's this one's um it's just so so simple but loving ourselves for who we truly are which is a beautiful soul and a beautiful light so kind of like i talked about at the beginning our highest self is somebody so per- it, we're perfect it's it's a soul so perfect and divine and we're, we're such a light and it's still there. That version of us is still there. All the other shit and, and our ego and this personality we've created and like who we are, it's all just made up and it's all just muddy and skewed and whatever. It's our ego, right? We need them. 
We love our ego. Um, but we, we can love who we create, which we're going to talk about this next week of creating ourselves. We can love who we create and who we are being in this world, like our avatar. But even deeper than that, to be our highest self, we just need to love ourselves for who we truly are, which is, it's past all of this this shit in the world and in society and in our mind and everything that we've created and all our perspectives. It's deeper than that. If we can just love ourselves for who we truly are and just the consciousness and being having this experience, we get to reach an energy that like is so like when I think of highest self, this is what I think of. It's like reaching that version of us that we just know there's like no way that we could be unlovable it's like impossible we're perfect we're just like yeah we're our highest selves so it's yes we can love the version of us that we create in this world but can you to come home to yourself to come home to yourself Can you love yourself past all of the muddiness, all of the muddiness, and just like love yourself for you, who you are, deep down, beyond everything? Because once you can reach that version of love, it's, yeah, everything else matters, but like it doesn't matter, you know? (laughs) It matters, but... It doesn't matter because we know that we're just perfect and divine and amazing. Um, And we, that's one thing that can never be taken away from us. So those are my seven things that I think we can start working on to come home to ourselves, right? Becoming our highest self and falling in love with ourselves. We come home to ourselves and we create ourselves. And coming home to ourselves consists of coming back to a childlike state and experiencing more play, more authentic expression, embodiment, meditation, listening to our body and our intuition over our mind, only hanging out with people who make us feel like we can be ourselves, And loving ourselves for who we truly are underneath all of the mud, just us as a light on this planet and a beautiful divine soul. So next week, we will talk about creating ourselves, right? Because it's still important to create someone we love and like create our, our ego, our personality and who we are in this world to be at our highest selves and be someone that we truly, truly love and are proud of. And again, like there's so much that goes into this, but I want to just dive into the creation process, right? How we can start really, really creating ourselves. So we'll talk about that next week, but this week for our baby step, uh, the baby step I want to give you guys is just like do one thing this week to come home to yourself and to get back to your soul. Just one thing, whether it's having a dance party or buying a coloring book or like hanging out with a friend where you're only 100% yourself, doing a long meditation, like 
you know, setting a, a goal to only listen to your body and your intuition for the week. You don't make any any choices or decisions out of your mind, just solely from like your body and what's a fuck yes and what's a fuck no. Um, whatever is calling you, whatever you feel inspired to do, I, I really, really um, encourage you to just do one thing this week where you feel like you are coming home to yourself. <sighs> okay. I hope you guys are all feeling really good after all of this content. I hope you're feeling inspired and I cannot wait to keep diving into all of these things for all of the parts of this series. So if you loved part number two and coming home to yourself, please let me know. I would love to hear your breakthroughs, your takeaways, um, anything that came through for you during this episode. I would absolutely love to hear. And of course, if you loved this, feel free to share it with a friend, share it on your story, tag me, let me know you've been listening. I would love to see. And don't forget to call into the Breaking Butterfly hotline and ask your questions, ask for advice. You can even ask questions about this specific, um, this episode and like any questions that came up during this or any breakthroughs, anything like that. So I can even like answer questions from the previous episode in the next episode. So, uh, the number will be in the show notes and yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I needed to say. I don't think so. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I love you guys so, 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 so much and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.